Another episode, another day of the week. You We're know what back. I've been noticing? What? We're getting closer and closer to Halloween. Yeah, Halloween is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. Just a few weeks as of recording this. Actually, 16 days. Wow. Pretty swag. No, two weeks, two days. Two weeks, two days, yep. And uh, wouldn't you know it. Two weeks, two, yeah. <laughs> the movie we're going to be talking about today is Halloween. Halloween ends. Halloween ends. And it really does. (laughs) It really, really does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot to say about this one. Yeah, I can't wait to get into this. Um, (laughs) We were going to go see it at the theater. Yeah. Last night. I found myself just... Too tired. I just wasn't in the mood to go to the theater last night. I'm always in the mood to go to the movie theater, but... Last night, I was all ready to go, and then I was like, I am exhausted. Yeah. I want to stay here and watch it. We were given that option. Thank a little God. suspect that, <laughs> you know, that we were given the option of a same-day drop on Peacock, but... um. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of, um, not, I wouldn't say controversy, but a lot of uh, curiosity behind that decision, because... It made sense with Halloween Kills because not all theaters were open. People were still um, unsure about going to the theater at that point because of, you know, the pandemic, because of COVID. But now, pretty much, I mean, again, I wouldn't say things are back to normal. Yes. I still, you know, still get, you know, vaccinated, wear masks, whatever, you know, you, you, you are doing to be safe. But most people are going to the movies. Mm-hmm. So when they were like, yeah, we're doing the same day theater and, uh, yeah, on streaming, it was like, what? Because no other th- movie this year has done that. Mm-hmm. Like, Black Phone came out just It's just, just usually in like one or the other until it drops off. Yeah, so very bizarre. Very bizarre. Right off the bat. Anyway, let's talk about um, who made this piece. So this one, Halloween Ends, is the third and final movie in the uh, David Gordon Green trilogy. Uh, between uh, Behind Halloween in 2018... Halloween Kills in 2021, and then now Halloween Ends in 2022. Um, Jason, uh, David Gordon Green is mainly, I believe, just like a television um, director. I know him from his work on like The Righteous Gemstones, uh, his like Danny McBride shows, Vice Principals, um, Eastbound and Down. So he's, you know, but he's done some stuff. He did Nicolas Cage, Joe. You've talked about liking that movie. I mean, am I crazy? Did I make that up? Nicholas Cage, Joe. Yeah, the movie's called Joe. Maybe I'm crazy. I, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm thinking of another movie. Yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, but it, anyway, he's done a bunch of stuff. He did, but mainly, um, he's worked with Danny McBride a lot, um, and he also co-wrote. Oh no, I'm playing a trailer. It's gonna be loud. Don't be too loud. There we go. It had a Chalamet boy in it. It did. Bones and all the Cannibal movie, which that comes out next month. I'm excited about it. Yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm in the wrong thing. The movie was co-written. IMDb, as of last night, it had said written by for every person. Now they've corrected it. Last night it said this movie was written by Deborah Hill, which is impossible because, uh, well, she's been dead since 2005. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, uh, wow, okay. you know. But today it does say based on characters by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. But it was written by four people, which is not usually a great thing. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. 
But it was written by David Gordon Green. It was written by Danny McBride, as the other two were as well. Um, it was written by... Uh, our cat's being a little playful back there. Uh, written by Chris Bernier, who looks like he did not have anything to do with the other movies, which is interesting. As That, make, that makes you wonder, is that part uh, partly why this one is all over the place? Uh, don't spoil the review. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. It's, this one feels different than the other two. That's not a spoiler. Um, and the, the one of the writers wasn't even involved in the other two. And the other writer wasn't either. Bra- uh, Paul Brad Logan was not involved in the other ones as well. So it makes you wonder. Like, I need to know which one of them to talk to <laughs> about our little boy. Um, I keep calling him Jeremy. It's not Jeremy. Nah, it no. is... Collation? No, no. I, I can't remember his name too at the moment. Let, let me look. Cole? Closer. It Corey. There Corey. You go. Corey. It's yeah. Corey. <laughs> yeah. But that is interesting seeing that uh, don't, there's two new writers that weren't involved at all with the first two in this trilogy, which is very odd, you know. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder were David, Gordon Green, and Danny McBride busy? Did they just not have any ideas and they were like, just you guys just, you know? Make this thing, and we'll just—I I don't know. It's very, very interesting that uh, that is the case. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that—that's our writers and directors for this this piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, this is starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Who, um, yeah. who is a queen? Mm, yeah, she's great. We love her in this yep. house. Um, hmm. Yeah. I wanted this to go a certain way for her. <laughs> There was a scene in the trailers in which she says something about maybe in order for him to die, I need she to, has die to die too. Die, yeah. That wasn't in the movie. Uh uh-uh, yeah. That wasn't in there. That was that was said for the trailer. Right. I can't stand it when trailers drop like what would have been probably a big plot point if not the whole plot point of the movie. Right. And it's not even a part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> this this movie didn't hold up to any expectations um the beginning i thought i was gonna like i I, after the beginning part i was like maybe the reviews for it are just being hard on it because it's her last movie or Mm -hmm. maybe they rip his mask off i know people would be weird about that but um the beginning starts off with our sweet little babysitter Corey, Mm -hmm. who is a 21 year old engineering student yeah um Going on Halloween night to babysit a little punk-ass kid named Jeremy. Yeah. As soon as Jer- Jeremy. <laughs> this house is, like, massive. The, yeah. the parents are very rich, and they're asking about Corey's life, but then every time he goes to talk, they just completely ignore him. Like, completely ignore everything that he's saying. It's like talking to a brick wall. Like, right. why did you even ask me the question if you're not even going to listen to me? Um, and Mom is trying to search for her son, who... Is being babysat. And the house has, like, so many stories of stairs. Yeah, it's a big house. Um, And all of a sudden, little Jeremy pops out in my first jump scare, which did shake me to the core. Um, <laughs> he's, like, wearing this little wolf... Wolf, wolf man. Wolf, wolf wing. Yeah. yeah. Like mask. the monster's wolf mask or something. And scares the crap out of his mom. And me. <laughs> um, and I was like... You know what, Jeremy? I hope you get chopped up first. I hope Michael kills you first. Because, you know what, Michael? Michael's not afraid to kill these kids. And apparently, I'm not either. So, um, <laughs> um, 
I, I had high hopes that Michael would come in and gut Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Which, speaking of that, though, this was 2019. So this was one year after Michael disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, like, after Halloween Kills and uh, the, the 2018 one, this yeah, this is uh, a year later. Yeah, the town spe- has turned against Michael. Yeah. Which, I mean, they were never with and him. And he he's, been, he's been gone. He's not around. So. He full-on disappeared. Mm-hmm. And now he's just kind of like folklore you know mm-hmm. and um mom says to Corey, jeremy has been having nightmares ever since this thing happened last year with the boogeyman and he's been wetting the bed so after eight, excuse me after eight forty-five, like turn off the tv he needs to go to bed you know yep. no scary stuff tonight yep Corey's like yeah 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 chill <laughs> parents leave I don't know why I said, yeah, 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 chill. Corey's not that cool. <laughs> Corey's very docile. Uh-huh. He's the most unassuming character in the whole movie. He's wearing glasses. So. And, he, and, and he remains unassuming the yeah. entire movie when he's not supposed to. Right. Um. Anyway. <laughs> it cuts to parents are gone. Corey and Jeremy are on the couch watching The Thing. Yeah. Um, and there's like some gory scenes and he's like, oh, maybe kids shouldn't be watching this. And Jeremy comes at him with some serious sass. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy's like, we're not friends, you little <clears throat> bitch. <laughs> Jeremy's like, you're a bad babysitter. Uh-huh. Fuck you, Corey. <laughs> yep. Nobody remembers your name. Um, <laughs> and uh, Corey's like, five minutes and you're going to bed. And he like gets up off the couch. And he goes to do something. Gets, and then, a, uh, gets some chocolate milk and some bread. Zucchini or bread, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's like a big knife sitting there, you yeah. know. And, Which is um, not your typical Michael Mike. It was a, it was a bread knife. Yeah. You know, I was thinking like that's not Michael's normal go-to. Well, it wasn't a bread, like a, not a butter knife, but it was like a, a saw knife. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, all of a sudden he hears a clatter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Jeremy? And, of course, you know, starts the whole tense scene. I'm yep. liking it. I'm like, ooh, Michael's here. <laughs> like, it's Halloween. We uh-huh. to... Jeremy's getting sliced and diced right now. I knew it. And um, as uh, as Corey, like, makes his way through the house, up and down the stairs, he's up and down the stairs multiple times. He finds the knife that he was going to cut the bread with is gone. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he hears Jeremy back upstairs where he had already been looking, and he's like, Corey, help! Like you know, yep. like he's just yelling, being a little little ch- little jerk. So Corey goes up all the way, like up to the attic or something mm-hmm. like that, and then Jeremy closes the door behind him and locks him in. Mm-hmm. And Corey starts freaking out. He's like, "Let me out!" Like yeah. he's claustrophobic or something. He's, he's saying, like, like, "I'm gonna kill you." Out. This is this this. He's the like parents pissed. walk in and hear Jeremy or not Jeremy, uh, Corey like beating the door down and he's like i'm gonna kill you uh jeremy like well that's so that's all they hear yeah they don't like get the fact that like their son is a little punk ass <laughs> and homeboy's having a panic attack in there yeah. right now and so they're like what is what's going on yeah and all of a sudden cory busts the door open and the door hits jeremy like dead smack in the, yeah. in the forehead and knocks him backwards over the stair rail, railing and he falls like four stories yeah. in front of his parents and, and just splatters, splatters on, on the ground. On the floor. And they do not shy away. They show you him hit the ground. Like yeah, it's like, oh my Like gosh. his face just like bam and like the reverb. This you know? was brutal. I was that this caught me off guard. I was like, oh my god, this might be the most no hold back that we've seen so yeah. far from these movies. So Corey's a murderer. Yeah. 
by it, accident. Technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it makes you think because I mean, when when um, Corey and um, whatever the freak kid's name is, Jeremy, are sitting there watching the movie. Jeremy says, like, well, Michael Myers doesn't kill kids. He only kills babysitters. So, mm-hmm. But babysitters, they kill kids. So <laughs> Accidentally. The opening was strong. It was a good opening. Yeah. But it it did beg the question, what am I watching right yeah, now? Yeah, what is this? Because this <laughs> doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, Michael Myers is nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Uh, huh? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, very, very, like, okay, well, what is this? Like, where is this this, the third movie in in the trilogy? And then it just starts getting plain old weird, because we get this, we get, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode narrating what she's writing in a book. Yeah. And trying to, like, kind of jump forward, explaining, you know, this all happened in 2018 is the last time we saw Michael. The thing with Corey happened in 2019. It shows her, like, driving by the house, and he sees her while he's in the back of the cop car. Um, Mm -hmm. Shows all these people that have been murdered by Michael Myers. And now she's like, I'm a changed person. I bought a house with my granddaughter. We're living together. I am not hiding anymore. The house isn't full of traps. You know, it's 2022. I'm going to live my life. But Michael's still out there. Like, yep. You were so prepared for him when he was in prison, right? But now he's just out there, yeah. and she's like, "I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna live." Yep. Yeah. She she's decided just to confront her demons by not confronting them. I guess, or just kind of. I don't kinda, know why you know. she would live in Haddonfield still. I don't know why on Halloween she even celebrates Halloween or yeah. doesn't just like fly to Halloween. F- fly to Halloween. <laughs> fly to Halloween Town. <laughs> uh, fly to like Hawaii or Australia or something yeah, for <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. Like, get out of town mm-hmm. for Halloween. This yeah, is when Michael Myers rolls up. Especially because we've established at this point in this t- trilogy, this this timeline, that they're not related. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the only connection between them is the connection Lori has made in her head. So if they were to leave, Michael would... He wouldn't give a shit. You know, mm-hmm. he would just never bother her again, you know. It just feels like there's this weird, obviously there is, this weird vendetta with Michael. Like mm-hmm. she's For sure. the one person I can't, I haven't been successful in killing. Mm-hmm. And also, there's got to be some part of him that loves the fact that she's really good at fighting back. <laughs> like, right. Well, I can, if he even knows who she is, you know, he might not even know who she is. He knows. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess Why would true. he keep showing up? For her. Well, if you think about it, in this movie, the only reason he shows up is because... We'll get to that point. But, you know, he's looking for something else. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so... Yeah. Anyway, this movie is already off the rails for me. I was <laughs> like, we're just... It's sloppy when you go into a movie just having to have things narrated by somebody. It is, You're yeah. not showing me anything. You're just telling me. That's not usually a good sign. <clears throat> yeah. Not a good sign. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we love the charm of... Uh, Jamie, but mm-hmm. she couldn't even save it. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is uh, uh, three years later. I don't know if you said that, but um, mm-hmm. you might have. I was I was checking ahead on this. Yeah, I said we're something. now in 2022. Yes, gotcha. Go. I missed that. My my bad. My bad. My bad. So yeah, um, that's where we are. Allison is kind of all grown up now. Yeah, she's, she's got a like good a, job. a nurse or something. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'll let you. Oh, I won't. 
take over this whole podcast. <laughs> no, Lisa, you you actually are, are remembering more than I am. I'm, I'm reading off of notes. So, gotcha. uh, but yeah, so yeah, so she is. Uh, Allison is a nurse now. She's. We learned that she's up for a promotion, I guess, to be like head nurse or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so basically, um, while Lori is writing. The smoke alarm goes off, and Lori is making a pumpkin pie for Allison because it's maybe a week before Halloween, or it's right, it's a little bit before Halloween. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and they go downstairs, and again, the pie is burned, and we kind of learn that Allison, there's a Halloween party coming up for her job, but she doesn't want to go unless someone goes with her. So, so she's like, I'm not going. I don't have a date. I don't have anyone to go, so I'm not going. So... Allison uh, heads off to work, and uh, she gets pulled over by her ex. <laughs> Who this had guy. No, no purpose in this movie? Just a, just a body, you know. That's the thing. That's the uh, a thing that some people like with slashers. Some people loathe the introduction of characters just to be killed. But you and I were confused because there's nothing wrong with age gaps. You know, you and I are two years. Sometimes apart. there's something wrong. Yeah, sometimes. And in this case, I, I literally thought she said dad. His name is Doug. So when she said, hey, dad, I was like, huh? <laughs> we're we're like, we need to get our hearing checked because you were like, did she just say dad? And I was like, no, she said Devin. <laughs> but, his, I mean, but Doug is not too far off from either of those things. It's just a D word. <laughs> yeah. She could have said dick. But the, the thing known. is, though, since he seemed much older, I could have bought him as a dad. Yeah, her dad. He does seem... Quite a bit more seasoned. Yeah, and he um, might not be, but but I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, her dad gets killed in the first one. It, maybe it just gave her some, and he says it later too, something about uh, him protecting her. So she, I mean, there's a per- point to him being older, you know, psychologically or whatever. Maybe she was looking for a daddy. You know, and he's a police officer. Mm, yeah. Um, so anyway, so she he, he pulls her over just to tell her that she's pretty and that her muffler is not working. I would be like. Bro, okay. why would you give me an anxiety attack for right. absolutely no reason? Um, yeah. And then he leaves. And then she goes on her way. You're a creep. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, she goes on her way to work. And we get a scene with Corey, mm-hmm. who is going to work at this body shop. Yeah. Where um, I didn't realize this at this point, but his stepdad is the owner of the body shop. Very kind man. Very nice, yeah. Um, who... Gives him a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's like this rundown, beat up motorcycle. But he's like, it runs. It will get you around town, so you can stop riding your little bicycle, and uh, you know you can fix it up and all that stuff. Yep. Corey's very like thankful. This means a lot to him. Yeah. Because somebody is doing something nice for him, and everybody's mean to him. You know. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, he ends up at um, a convenient, like a gas a, station. Yeah, like a gas station convenience store sort of situation. Goes in, gets some chalky milk. The gas station clerk is rude to him. She's like, are you going to buy something or what? What do you think the chocolate milk thing is? Because he gets chocolate milk at Jeremy's house as well. Like, he instead of going for a beer, what, what is that about? I don't know. <laughs> he just likes chocolate milk, I guess. He's just a chalky milk kind of guy. That's just such a random, like, character thing. They were like, yeah, and Corey, he likes chocolate milk. That's uh-huh. part of his personality. Yeah. His personality trait? Chocolate, Chocolate milk. milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as he's walking out, these punk-ass marching kids band who are supposed kids. to be in marching band <laughs> who yeah. are way too confident. Like the most confident teenagers I've ever seen. Yeah, I was in marching band. None of us had that confidence. 
I was in high school, and none yeah. of us had that confidence. Mm. I mean, there were some assholes, but like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course, you there, could, there you was, could beat yeah. them down real fast. They weren't these kids. I never saw a, uh, I, yeah, I never had marching band kids in my 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 band ever like that. There was quite a few assholes in my school that um, I just kind of let be assholes until like a certain point, and yeah. then like in front of everybody, I was like, hey. How about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> and then they were all like, "The what?" They were silent. For they never were assholes around me again. Like they just don't have this kind of confidence. These yeah. kids were like next level. Who were they going to be as adults? Because like right. what? I've yeah. never met people like this. Um, but anyway, they pull up in this like I don't it's even know what kind of car yeah. it is, but it's a black convertible car. This guy gets out, he's like in a letterman jacket, but he's a band geek. And um, he's like, you yeah. forgot your fake ID? Yeah, we got made fun of, because we were given letterman's jackets as well in marching band. Nobody wore them, because band kids don't wear letterman jacket. Yeah. So this was like, it I remember... It makes it seem like, yeah, I oh, remember, you're a sports kid, but yeah. like, you're not. Well, I remember the kids in marching band who would wear the letterman's jacket specifically were bullied, because it was like... What? Because well, I'm wrong. We weren't given them. You had to buy one. Mm. You know. So mm-hmm. people who bought them, people, they did get made fun of. I, I specifically remember. I wanted one because I was like, That's, I, I, that'd be fun. Yeah. But then I saw kids getting bullied. I'm like, I don't need another reason to get bullied. <laughs> I need no more reasons. Yeah. But um, yeah. So they get out of the car, and uh, the main guy who is just absolute jackass mode, um looks at one of the people he's with and he's like, you didn't bring your ID? And then they turn to Corey and they're like, hey, buddy, how about you go in there and uh, get us a couple of six-packs? Some brewskis. Yeah, and they hand him some money and he's like, no. (laughs) And they're like, no? No? Mm -hmm. Like, no, you're, like, I mean, they're, like, really pushing him. And uh, then all of a sudden it it becomes... Oh, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're that kid killer. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking killer. to myself, he's killed a person, and you're pushing him? Yeah. Are you stupid? Like, are you just dumb? Yeah. And yeah, so like, he pushes him up against the ice, ice where they house the ice. <laughs> and then they push him to the ground. And then all of a sudden, Lori Strode is there pumping gas, and she's like, hey! Yep. Leave him alone. And they're like, oh, look, it's a freak show and a psycho, a psycho, Mm -hmm. like blah, blah, blah. And then they head inside and Lori comes up and helps him up. And she's like, so are you the freak show or the psycho? Yeah. And uh, he stands up and she goes, so are you going to do it or am I? And she pulls out a switchblade. (laughs) And I was like, oh, Oh, yeah, Lori. And then uh, Corey takes it and stabs their tires, which was hella deserved. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Lori takes Corey to the hospital where uh, Allison works, and uh, she immediately is like, oh, my God, this guy is handsome. <laughs> and you had said something like, She has a thing. a thing for curly-headed white boys. <laughs> she really does. She likes that them. I, I, I'm, she's got a certain taste. And <laughs> men that, that names start with C's, Cameron and Corey. <laughs> She's weird, bro. She's funny, yeah. So then uh, in the office while he's getting you know tended to, uh, we see Dr. Mathis. Uh, and Corey knocks out all the equipment over by accident, and Mathis freaking pisses, or piss, what the hell, well, pisses, gets pissed off at Allison for some reason, and, like, yells at her to get it all cleaned mm-hmm. up, and I was like, okay, a little and dramatic. Corey's like, you shouldn't let him talk to you like that. <laughs> yeah. As if he's the, 
the spokesperson on not letting people talk <laughs> down to him. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was definitely like, okay. Um, he mentions uh, he works at the garage. He works on cars. So Allison is like, oh, my muffler's messed up. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, you can look at it. I got some pipes you can work on. <laughs> uh, so, like, and so then uh, she immediately, like, while they're outside, invites him to hang out pretty much. Like, she's she's into him right away. And he's like, uh, no, I uh, I don't know about that. And then just kind of go, goes, tells her to bring her car into the garage, but it's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, and Allison's just, like, in hot pursuit of this guy. Yeah, she really likes this guy. Absolutely. And she knows who he is, what he did. She yeah. knows all the stigmas. Yeah. She doesn't care. Mm-mm, not at all. <sighs> yeah, and then we uh, we, we uh, go to the their house where, uh, you know, Allison is, per, you know, ber- berating. Not berating is the wrong word, but basically, like, telling Lori, like, I can't believe you did this, blah, 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 blah. And Lori's like, well, you need to date to the Halloween party. I, you know, obviously, Lori also sees the pattern in her past uh, <laughs> love interests. And uh, Lindsay Wallace is back. Little Lindsay. Who's just there doing tarot cards, because that's her thing now, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's giving uh, uh, Allison a reading, just in the, the, the dining room. Why, when I first saw her, was I, I literally thought in my head, I was like, I didn't know Demi Moore was going to be in this. Well, they do kind of, I, they kind of look alike. Yeah, but, they look yeah. a lot alike to yeah. me. Um, so now Corey is at home with his mom, who's also, you know, having a, <laughs> a talk about his new love interest. Or not, uh, asking who he's texting, and she's just like, horrible. You know, she's not a nice person. And it's just like, how did this happen to your hand? She's completely overbearing. Um, she is a control freak. Yeah. He's an adult man. Let, let him go. Right. Um, she just can't. She's she's weird. I've actually dated somebody with a mother just like this. Yeah, too um, much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, you know, she's uh, Allison's texting him, basically just seeing if he wants to... Uh, go to the Halloween party, I think, and he's like, I don't have a costume. She's like, I'll get one for you, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, next day, they go back to uh, the the work, the muffler shop or the, the auto shop, and she shows up with their car, and uh, then instead of working on her car, he's just like, here's my motorcycle. <laughs> and, but, get on my motorcycle. Yes, and then he's like showing her how to do <laughs> it, and she's making faces at him like, oh, this is this is fun. And then... Man, the uh, the bully who hurts uh, him the, the day before shows up with his car with the tire with the and, and slash the dad, tire. And yeah. the dad like slaps him upside the head and is like, mm-hmm. "You freaking idiot!" He drove yep. three miles home on a on a flat tire because he doesn't know how to change a tire, uh-huh. like all this kind of stuff. So it's like the bully is getting bullied, of course. Yeah, and, um, I'm, and I'm like, Dad, seems like a you problem. You, I, I'm, where am I going to learn how to do it? I mean, I know we have YouTube, but. You could have taught me, you know, mm-hmm. like, come on, man. Um, but so then Lori goes to the supermarket, and we see her walking around, and then we get Frank Hawkins again, her old flame from uh, that has also survived all these years. <laughs> he is um, back, and he's yet again flirting. And you were like, four years? Like, it's been four years, and y'all still haven't made a move on each other? They're acting like this is the first time they've seen each other yeah. in four years. Yeah, absolutely. They're and like, I'm like, yeah. y'all... Still live in this small town together. How, right? How have you not run into each other at this convenience store before? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and they're yeah, and they're like, I like seeing your face. This is like they're being very flirtatious, like overly flirtatious. I'm just like, like why? Date. After the last situation, didn't he say, you know, Lori, I know you've been through a lot. 
when you're ready, give me a call. We can go out to dinner sometime. Hello? Right. Like, what are you doing? Like, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while she, Laurie is on the way out, she is uh, confronted by a woman uh, named Sandra, um, related to Sandra, who was who had the the light bulb stuck in her throat in the mm-hmm. last one, and she somehow survived. But she has no, you know, she can't speak. She's in a wheelchair. So her sister is like berating Lori about like how she provoked fault. Michael. This, 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 which she technically did because didn't we kind of learn that um, she is kind of the reason he got moved or something? It's, I can't remember. I haven't seen the 2018 one since last year. But I thought there was something that uh, brought him back. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I made that up. But anyway, so this lady is just berating her, and Lori is obviously very upset. Um, uh, Michael Speed blah blah blah. Uh, Allison invites Corey. We already know this to the Halloween party where uh, he brings this scarecrow mask, um, and he appears to, you know, be enjoying himself. They're you know drinking and. Yet again, Lindsay's there as like this bartender slash this is so weird. tarot card reader. I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> but like if I was at any sort of little dance party with a guy and he started convulsing on the floor in a seizure type style, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I think I'm gonna go home. <laughs> yeah, his dance moves are feel, questionable. <laughs> I don't feel like this can continue. Yeah, um, his. I, first of all, I don't think I, I would be at this party. But yeah. third, like, it's just weird. I, I think it's also in the style that they shot it in. Everything feels so jerky and, yeah. like, it feels manic. Mm-hmm. Um, which was probably the point, but I didn't like it. Right. And so, anyway, he takes off. He's comfortable enough to take off his mask mm-hmm. in and a sweat, room with sweater. all these people. Yeah. And he sets it down, and he goes over to the bar mm-hmm. where he runs into Jeremy's mother. Yeah. Oh, man. And she gives him hell <laughs> a full-on word beat down, but we couldn't really hear it because the music was so damn yeah, loud. Yeah, no, and you're not kidding. Like, this was so loud. I did not understand what she was saying. Like, the music I in the don't scene is so loud that who she's it. yelling at him, and I was like, I don't know what she's saying right now. Yeah, it was really bizarre. I can't wait to hear other people's opinions on this because I was just like, I don't know what she's saying. Like, I've never, that's a bad, that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad. <laughs> that, that's a bad. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But yeah, so he like rushes out, mm-hmm. and then... Um, Allison rushes out after him. She's like, Corey, you know, and he's on this busy street, almost gets hit by a car. Again, he does this multiple times in the movie where he almost gets flattened by a car. <laughs> yeah. um, not, not very uh, observant. No, it, he's just, I don't like him at all. <laughs> anyway, um, he turns around and he's like, where were you in there? Mm-hmm. Like, it's somehow her fault. Yeah. That he killed a kid, and the mom was just so happy to be at the bar, and he took off his mask, and she gave him a word lashing. What was Allison supposed to do about that? Right. You walked away from Allison. Right. Like, went up to the you? bar, yeah. and he's now like, you left me alone. Like, all this kind of stuff. And she's like, what are you talking? I was on the dance floor where you were with me, and right. you got up and left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she gives this whole speech about, like, I see... I see what's going on with you, and I know what it's like to have everybody looking at you weird, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you're the hero of everybody's story. You're the survivor. I'm the 
murderer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm like, what does Allison see in this man? Yeah. I After a couple days. <laughs> literally, she just met him yesterday. She yeah. stitched up his hand yesterday. <laughs> and she's, like, chasing after him and acting wild. Like, this is somebody she's been with for a long time. She and wants to he's fix like, him. And he's like, you're not going to be able to fix me. Like, you know, I'm not a project, pretty much. I don't I don't even know if she wants to fix him. It's yeah, just that's what those... he kept saying. He kept saying, I'm not a project. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so he leaves her. Mm-hmm. And he's walking down the road. <laughs> and lo and behold, these little band kids pull up. <laughs> these punks. And they're on, like, a bridge um, where... <laughs> Like, down below is just, it's not water, it's, um, it's like a homeless camp. Yeah, well, with one homeless man, it's only one. Yeah, Yeah. and, um, a lot happens, and they end up throwing him over the bridge, and they think he's dead, (laughs) Yeah. but the main guy's like, he fell, that's my story, and they're like, what did you do? Like, no, he didn't fall, and he's like, who's gonna say any different, you know, like, Yep. And then he's like, get in the car, and he drives away. And they yep. think he's gone for good. <laughs> yeah, I, he fell off this 10-foot bridge, and I can see him there. Nobody's going to find him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So then we see, like, the homeless man watching, you know, Corey's seemingly lifeless body. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, Corey gets dragged away into some <laughs> Pennywise-style pipes. <laughs> into the pipes, yeah. And we, like, watch his body get dragged into it like Pennywise. I'm like, man, Michael must be craning his back to drag him in here like this. Like, dang, yeah. yeah. Especially when we get to the next scene and <laughs> yeah. see how, like, weakened Small. Yeah, Michael right. is. How did he pull this off? Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Well, and Michael, clearly what he's been doing since the... Uh, well, first of all, I had seen David Gordon Green in an interview say... This movie, like, after, in 2018, after Michael gets, like, attacked by all the town, and he's, like, almost left for dead, but then they leave the knife in his back, and he's able to slaughter all them. Uh, Then he's basically just, like, a wounded animal, and then goes into the sewer to die. So what it sounds like... Yeah, um, (laughs) that's all good and fine that he said that, but honestly, fuck that. Because Michael is supernatural, dude. He is the strongest villain out there yeah. he just sits up mm-hmm. you know like you can shoot him six times and he just bounces right back yep. he's back to kill you baby yeah and then so that basically what it seems like he's doing is he's taking everyone and the the homeless man says this later he's taking bodies into his little cave killing them to give him a little bit of sustenance give him strength like the sanderson sisters like, with children souls yeah um, we so, get to see a little bit of that. We do, yeah. So on. he's taking. We, we assume at this point he's taking Corey in to finish him off, so he can uh, have his soul power. Where these bodies have gone, I don't know. Does he? Well, I think the first one does establish he may be a bit of a cannibal, so he's probably eating them. Oh. I know he eats the dog in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. oh. Michael's freak. Um, so, so yeah, he drags him in there. Corey ends up coming to with like a rat by his head. Doesn't do anything about nah, that No, he situation. doesn't. He's like, oh, cool, a rat. <laughs> and then he like, he stands up and he's walking like around. It's rattata. <laughs> yeah. It's ratatouille. <laughs> uh, he's like walking around and he, uh, then he like looks, uh, he gets like close to a crack and he like looks in there and then a hand comes out and starts choking him. And then he starts making eye contact with the shape why was he so interested in this crevice 
You know what I mean? He yeah. finds a crevice in the wall and he's like, hmm, what's, what's in there? What's this? <laughs> uh, then he get and, and uh, freaking Michael's staring back at him as he's choking Corey. And then, like, we're in That's So Raven. <laughs> There's, like, this flash of just this vision of all of Corey's hardships over the years. It's Michael's eye staring yeah. into Corey's eye. <laughs> yeah. I kid you the fuck not. Yeah. It's Michael's eye staring into Corey's eye. And I'm like, huh? And it's as if Michael sees himself or, like, mm-hmm. Michael sees all this awful stuff that's happened to Corey and he just lets him go. Yeah. He just lets this man go. Oh. Yeah. Right. I'm like, huh? Just, I was like... First of all, this is the first time we've gotten a shot. Anything of Michael. Michael, yeah. And it's like forty-five minutes into the movie. Yeah. I was like, who? This is the point in which I sat up, and I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> who wrote this movie? It's, it's extremely bizarre, and I'll get into some of my. I wrote down some thoughts uh, that I'll get to at the end because there's a lot of parallels to other movies from the 80s and what other series did and i'm just like this was the third movie in this trilogy like if you didn't have any ideas why did you keep making these like i don't understand i, I don't know i do not get it especially to market Money. it yeah right especially to market it as this is the end for michael and Lori. and it's like and what like what the okay okay um Money, absolutely. So Corey ends up crawling back out of the the sewer because Michael let him live, and then the homeless man confronts him and uh, has a knife, and he's just like, "Why? Why does? I didn't really understand the homeless man's motive here. <laughs> he was just like, I've seen him go in and out of there. He was a kooky old. Yeah, man. he was like, "Why'd you? Let, why do you let you live?" And then he pulls a switch <clears throat> a switchblade. He goes, "You're gonna go back in there and get me that mask. I'm a Michael." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "I'm." A, yeah, and then he. Go, you know, we, we hear them close together, and we hear a stab, and then we hear another stab, and then they both fall over. Corey f- rolls over, and you, it's revealed that the homeless man has been stabbed, and then Corey continuously stabs him until he's dead. Yeah, then he leaves. <laughs> something's happened to Corey. Yep, something. I don't happened. think anything's happened to Corey. I think Corey was headed this way, <laughs> yeah. and I think Corey is a freak. And you got he got some issues. There's nothing likable about Corey. I'm no. gonna be honest with you. Corey sucks. <laughs> Well, I don't think we're supposed to like Corey. I think we're supposed to... I think in the very beginning we were. We're supposed to feel a little bad for him, yeah. But then he just falls off the deep end. Um, Corey goes to Allison's house to find her uh, and asks you know, her to come with him. He wants to... He apologizes. What? Just the next part. Oh, yeah, right. So they go... Basically, he wants to apologize. He wants, He's like, let's go for a walk. And they... Uh, well, first of all, he scared the shit out of Lori. Yeah, Lori... Yeah, he does. He jumped... Yeah, Lori's like writing more in her book. And she looks out the window, and Corey is looking up at her like Michael did behind a hedge, <laughs> and like in the first one, yeah. So she's like, "Oh, what the, what the heck?" So she comes outside then he to, jump scares her to find him, and yeah. then she's di- he's directly behind her, and she like she gets real spooked, yeah. and she's like seeing in his eyes the same thing that she sees in Michael's. Yeah, eyes. she can't get a, like she can't stop looking at his eyes because she's like something's off you know mm-hmm. yeah your pupils are gone <laughs> um seems like the demons have you <laughs> so they go allison goes with him uh, on a little walk and basically he's like i killed someone yeah that's what i was laughing about because <laughs> yeah. i was like he, <laughs> he met this chick two days ago uh-huh. two days ago they've already had like a huge fight yeah um it's already super awkward between them mm-hmm. and he's just strolling along and he's like I killed somebody. <laughs> and she's like, huh? And I, I was thinking he was talking about, you know, the little homie he just stabbed. Yeah, but not. Nah. But he was, take, he was talking about Jeremy. Right. Well, she already knew that. So he takes her back to 
Jeremy's abandoned house. Mm-hmm. The family has obviously moved. Um, don't know why they didn't move out of the whole town, but oh, right. they didn't. They yeah, stayed silly. in the town. Um, clearly. Um, yeah. But he's like, here's where it happened. And it shows like the, 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 the blood, blood stain <laughs> on the floor. And I'm like, they didn't clean that up. I don't know, right? Like, like it, 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 this ain't evidence. Like, as they were moving in and out of the house, uh-huh. you know, they kept walking over their child's blood stain. I don't know. <laughs> right. Weird to me. But B- bizarre, yeah. Uh, yeah, so then he, yeah, basically just tells her, you know, everything. And then he, uh, uh, just what happened and all that. And they, you know, they have a little moment. And then we jump to Lori, who goes to his, uh, Jeremy's mom. And J- she's. For seemingly no reason. Yeah, right. This is pointless. This was genuinely just because they were like, we've had two scenes now with Corey and Allison. We need to break it up for this tiny scene because then we went right back to Corey and Allison. That's how it felt. I was like, this was mm-hmm. just a little... They were like, this is running too long between we, this, them two. Yeah. We gotta Break it up a little it. bit. Yeah. So she, she goes over there, gets berated by the mom and then leaves. And then we're back, now we're at the diner mm-hmm. where they're having dinner. And, the mom um, pretty much says like, you drove, like your boogeyman went and disappeared so the whole town had to turn against my son. Yeah. And she's blaming, like everybody blames everything seemingly on Lori. <laughs> right. The only person who has been able to wound or injure Michael Myers at all. <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. how about fuck off? Yeah, no, right. Like all right. You want this lady on your side. Absolutely, dude. This lady is badass. And she will continue to be badass. Um so then Allison and uh uh Jer are at dinner, they're at the diner. And they're 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 eating their food and they're talking about like Corey's like Look, I want to you know get away from the town you know I, like I want to like leave he's different he has a leather jacket now he's becoming a bad boy and he you know he, they're talking about like making the town burn no glasses anymore <laughs> yeah no glasses he's he's changed <laughs> he never gets those glasses back the kids had stepped on his glasses before they, before they threw him over the bridge mm-hmm. and we're not sure how he's seeing anything but yeah. we're just led to believe he got some spider-man powers oh he's, yeah he's a-okay we had now. forgotten about that after he survived before he goes to allison to apologize he goes home first and he like goes past his mom no blood on him after he killed that homeless man there was <laughs> oh was there you're right you're right there was and he goes up to his bathroom and like takes off his shirt and he's like, look, I'm like, this literally is his Spider-Man origin story. Mm-hmm. He has become Michael Mann. <laughs> Michael Mann. I was like, this is like, they watched the original. What happened was, the writers saw No Way Home, and were like, oh shit, now I gotta go back and watch the other ones. Went back to the first Tobey Maguire one, and they were like, yes, What this. if he was like super, like for real deranged, and he was like, from now on, I'm going by Corey Michelson. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Michaelman. Michelson. But, um... So anyway, but that happened. That was I was like, this is literally his Spider-Man origin story, <laughs> and um, it really was. It was, yeah. So anyway, so now he's like, he's cool, and and uh, while they're sitting there, freaking Doug, uh, Allison's ex-boyfriend, comes up and like sees them there, and he's like not acknowledging Corey. He's just talking to Allison and like, hey, like, well, I don't remember what the hell he was saying, and uh, basically, uh, Corey speaks up and is like, hey, man, like. She said no. Yeah, she said no. Like, she doesn't want to come hang out with you or whatever. And then he's like, I didn't like this either because this scene paints Allison out to be, like, afraid of Doug, which she wasn't afraid of Doug in the first scene at all. She Mm -hmm. was annoyed by Doug. Right. And this scene makes it seem like she's just mad, Uh, uncomfortable, and afraid of him. And 
and and Corey needs to stand Cor- up. Yeah, like Corey yeah. has to step up for her. And when she like, faced Michael Myers, she's not the kind of chick I don't think that would be afraid of this man. Yeah, she's I think kind of if a she wanted to kill him, she could. Mm-hmm. I mean, like right. And I, I'm assuming that he would know that as yeah, well. Right. Yeah, and like. Doug turns to Corey and is like, what, do we have a problem here? Yeah. And Corey just, like, jumps up and in the most, like, awkward, bizarre scene I've ever... This is just <laughs> such a pissing contest. Yeah. And Allison doesn't look at either one of them. She's just, like, staring at the table. Yeah. Uh, breathing heavily. Forgetting that she's faced evil itself. <laughs> yeah. he. They're just face-to-face, like, staring at each other's faces. Yeah. And Corey still, guys, is the most unassuming-looking guy I've ever seen. Yeah. Like... You could snap him like a little twig, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just thinking to myself, we'll do something. Right. Don't just breathe each other's... Y'all are literally close enough to kiss. Yeah, literally, they they should have. <laughs> like, if you're going to get up and be in somebody's face, at least push them or something. Right. Goodness. Like, what's going on? But apparently, the look in his eye just drives Doug back to his table, and his friends are like, do we need to kick his ass? And he's like, no, he's just a freak, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Corey sits back down... And Allison's like, you're right. Let's burn it all down. Yeah. Allison, in this movie, I felt sorry for the actress. Yeah, Because right. I could tell in the delivery of some of her lines that she didn't want to deliver Well, them. I think that was, for most of the people involved in this movie, I think that's probably what it was. It was mm-hmm. like, they, they clearly just didn't have the full trilogy in mind when they wrote it. I don't know if COVID maybe, you know, had some stuff to do with it as well. But they were just like, oh, we we just got to finish this trilogy and we don't have... It's like it's almost like Bloomhouse was like, I, we want three. So mm-hmm. try to give us three. And they're like, okay, we'll come up with something. And they just never did. That's kind of how it feels, yeah. you know? And then they still greenlit it. They still, yeah, because they, they had already announced them. They, already they had, could like, have yeah. gone on the streets and picked a random handful of fans of mm-hmm. the films and just said, pitch us an idea Absolutely. for the movie. And it would have turned out better than this. That would have been cool, too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this was a dumpster fire. <laughs> well, and like, this is the part, because after they leave the diner, then they get out, go on their motorcycle together, and they're driving away at the night, and there's this cheesy song. They go back to the house, and then they bone. <laughs> Bang it out. Yeah. But, uh... You... But we don't even get to see it, guys. <laughs> yeah. This isn't even like the 80s, where yeah. they show titties and... Nope. No titties. You hear a little thump on the wall. This isn't like that. <laughs> we just... We pan from them headed upstairs... And a shot of Lori getting out of her car to, wait, hold on, wait, are we skipping something? I think we are. Yeah, we are, well, for what are sure. We, what are we skipping? Because I'm, I'm trying to figure that out, too. Uh, we are skipping the part where uh, <laughs> oh, what? where Corey goes into the tunnels and Michael's, like, standing inside them. And Corey just grabs him and is like, you got something I want. Oh, no, that was, that was, that's not here yet. I think that's the next day. But then why? Okay. Then why is he... He's here during the scene. This is the second time we get... The, maybe the third time we wow. get to see Michael? Yeah, let's see. I have, I have again, notes. So let's see. It says they go out to the diner. So then it looks like she Lori's concerned that she sees Michael in Corey's eyes. I just remember... Because this was the part... After they leave the diner, we, like, check the time. And it had been on for 50 minutes already. And nobody had, like, died except for the homeless man. And then the kid at the beginning... And yeah, Michael and had like done Michael anything. Michael had been in at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess you're right. It says Corey drops off Allison at home where they share their first kiss. He rides his motorcycle away and is followed by Doug. Okay, so they have not boned yet. Um, oh, yeah. So we skipped a whole big part. Yeah, I'm bad. sorry, guys. Yeah, this movie was, it just made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, 
Yeah, Doug follows him, but he's headed back to the sewer system where Michael yeah. resides. Mm-hmm. Michael's new house, because they demolished the Myers house, they by did, the way. Yes, yeah. Um, which was a big, like, fuck you, I guess. I was like, really? Because that's probably what he recharged before. That's <laughs> And a now staple. he can't recharge. Yeah, that anyway. is sad. It is kind of like, oh, man. Um, Corey pulls up there, and he does this little manic, like, <laughs> and he and Doug get into a tussle, mm-hmm. and then Corey just like is seen scurrying away into <laughs> yeah. the like literally like a rat, yeah. like scurries it, into the tunnels. Uh-huh. And Doug's like, "Come back, you freak!" And he like follows him in there, and like a moron, just call the cops. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the first scene of like Michael attacks oh, yeah. Doug. Well, first of all, there's that scene. He he's like walking around with the flashlight. And he like pans over, and Michael's like there, mm-hmm. like, and he does, the, Doug doesn't see him. And he, that was creepy. Mm-hmm. And then he like pans back, and now Corey's like behind him, or like he's like flashes up. That was a well executed scene. That was creepy. But like Corey tackles Doug or whatever, and Doug gets the best of him, and mm-hmm. Michael rips him off, and is like trying to do his Michael thing, and Doug pushes Michael, and Michael stumbles backwards and just stays down yeah because he's like so weak and i was like are you joking me at this point i just want to turn it off like no yeah so anyway um you know Corey like bangs doug over the head or something really knocks him for a loop Mm -hmm. you know doug's laying on the ground and Corey's like looking at michael and he's like get up get up and he's like I need you to show me how. Yeah. And, like, it's this weird, I don't know. It felt like I was watching somebody lose their virginity. It was just, like, <laughs> awful and awkward and weird. Yeah. But, like, Michael gets up and, like, just stabs the shit out of Doug. And every stab gets more powerful. Like, yeah. he's, like, <laughs> recharging. His yeah. energy's back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's killing somebody and it's, like, that, it's, like, Doug's power comes into michael pretty much every person that he's killing is like energizing Mm -hmm. him it's literally the sanderson sisters with children yeah Mm -hmm. and um and yeah so now doug not doug uh there's so many names Mm -hmm. now Corey knows how to stab somebody i guess which he's already done which now i think now the the their relationship has begun so Corey is like you will teach me poppy pretty much yeah so then Corey leaves and goes back to allison's house and uh, where that's when they go to Bone Town. Yeah. And then the next morning he wakes up and is this not where Lori is standing outside? Yeah, she sees them. She like, sees upstairs, them, but yeah. then there's this like shot of Michael seeing her. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he is like standing in the trees. Yeah. Yeah, and he like he's watching her, mm-hmm. and it's like the only shot we get of Michael like being Michael. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like so fleeting and fast. Um. Where he's watching her, watching them. Yeah. She's not watching them fuck. She's just watching them head up the stairs, just yeah. to be clear. <laughs> Lori's the embodiment of good, guys. Yeah, she's good. She doesn't watch people bang. Yeah, even even when she's concerned by their relationship, she's like, well, I'll let them have their fun. <laughs> uh, but the next morning they wake up and um, uh, Corey finds the scarecrow mask that he wore and he takes mm-hmm. it with him. Uh, and then at work, Allison is, uh, finds out she didn't get the promotion she finds out that her her annoying coworker got it. Uh, this that, this really doesn't matter. Uh, but Lori then goes to the bar with where Lindsay works, and she's like 
concerned because she's like, I don't know. So I think maybe Lori had said something at some point. She's just, she's kind of concerned too. Something's changed within Corey. So then Lindsay's like, I think there's someone you should meet. The only other person in the bar who's playing pool. Jeremy's father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he goes on and talks about how he used to think, like, he, he when, the, when the accident happened, unlike his wife, he never believed that Corey was capable. Yeah, he was like, it, it was an accident. But he's like, the other day I saw him, and I, like, walked, I, like, drove up to him and looked, and I looked right into his eyes, and I'm like, that's not the same guy. That's not the kid who used to cut my grass. He is down a dark, dangerous path. Um... So, basically, Jeremy's like, there is evil behind those eyes, <laughs> essentially. That's what uh, Mr. Allen says. And Roger. Roger. Is that his name, Roger? I think that's what they called him. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you're right. Uh, my notes say Mr. Allen. But uh, Deb then um, goes to the home of Dr. Mathis since they're having an affair. The the, ner- the the nurse who got the thing. And I'm like, are we really going to more is characters? Is it that's true. They're if having... the doctor isn't married, that's true. I don't know. That that's we don't know if he's married. No, we but don't. He yeah. could very well be, but we don't. She's not there. They're having at his massive house. She got that uh, promotion by boning. Is pretty much what 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 it seems like. Yeah. Or at least that's a part of the deal. Uh, while uh, he he gets it things could ready, be res- more respectful than that. It could be more. Respectful it could than be. That. I mean, it's not one hundred percent. It's not. Yeah. Bottom but, line, like, it's wrong. <laughs> she could just be uh, in a meaningful relationship with him. But she still shouldn't have gotten the promotion. Mm. However, she she calls him Doctor Whatever yeah. the entire time. Yeah, she doesn't like call she him doesn't by his call name. him by his name as if they have an affectionate relationship, which right. is what makes me say one hundred percent it's just that they're fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She got it because uh yeah, she's done things to him. Uh, um so she goes to get she, he like got her a present in the other room. It's just a robe. A robe, yeah. She goes to shower while he gets things ready. She hears a noise. She turns the shower off. Then she goes outside to the pool, and in the background we see somebody stabbing the you know the doctor, which was completely silent. Then she goes to turn the light on, and all of a sudden there's sound. <laughs> Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. There was like no sound. Yeah, when I the was lights like, were off. I was like, hey, do you see uh, somebody <laughs> stabbing the doctor back there? And yeah. Roby was like. Oh, That's no, creepy. I didn't see that. That's, That's creepy. creepy. Uh-huh. And then it was completely, you pointed out, you were like, how is it completely silent? Yeah. And then as soon as the lights turned on, it was like. I'm like, really? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has a plastic bag over his head. And then uh, he she he gets up, Scarecrow Boy, and starts chasing her. But she's able to get into the house. And there she he, he watches, Corey watches as Michael comes out of the shadows. And stabs her into the wall, like in the first one. Picks her up, does the classic head tilt, yeah, and like, Corey just looks on. And, Corey uh, is, like, banging on the glass sliding mm-hmm. door as if that's going to help him get in. Right. Meanwhile, Michael has enough power now to just put a knife through her and spear her to the wall. Mm-hmm. In which case, I'm like, Michael would have just beaten that glass right down. <laughs> like, right, right. He's uh-huh. like, uh, he's something special. I yeah. think Corey's a little out of his depth. He's absolutely, yes. Uh, so Cor- this is the first time we've really seen Michael actually do anything, <laughs> which was uh, you know at least we got to see him kill one person, <laughs> which if I th- <laughs> we'll get to this, but that might be have been his only kill of the entire movie. <laughs> um, Doug technically was him. Doug, that's true. Wait, who's Doug? The cop. He stabbed the cop. He stabbed him. That's death. true. That's true. But uh, anyway, so Corey takes Allison out again, and they climb to the top of the radio station. 
and uh, he like talks about like how he's always that's a, like a beacon and he always looks at it thinking if he can climb it I don't know what the hell he was talking about but uh, then they uh, he like jumps off the roof <laughs> and she's like are you crazy and um, and he's just a new man he's wild he's crazy except for he's like he's like uh, he jumps down an extra level and hits the ground and falls backwards and makes this noise like he's in immense pain yeah and I'm like, Michael would never. Michael would never. <laughs> Michael would be gone. <laughs> he would have, would have disappeared on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but he, they make plans like they're going to leave town, too. He's like, let's get out of here. So then while they, uh, uh, the, the DJ comes out and it like berates them, berates both of them, just makes fun of them, yells at them. Basically, just Corey takes a mental note of him being an, an a-hole. <laughs> um, Willie, the DJ Willie the Kid is his name, which is fun. Um, when Corey returns home, he is scolded by his mother, who slaps him and then tries to kiss him. But he's like, I don't want your kisses, Mom. Doesn't she try to kiss him smack on the mouth? Yeah, she does. Yeah, I was like, Ugh. Uh, Halloween, it is now. Disturbed me more than the slap, honestly. <laughs> it is now Halloween day after an hour and a half of this movie. And Corey ends up uh, sleeping in the Allen house. He's sleeping in the freaking kid's blood. Like his pel- pillow is on the, the kid's the blood stain. Spot, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al- uh, Lori is there as well. It wakes him up. And uh, basically just says, like, you're no good. There's something wrong with you. Blah, 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 blah. I blanked out during this conversation. Yeah. I was like, I'm so freaking bored. (laughs) Yeah, he basically just, like, you know, just says you need to get away from Allison and Lori. and and I remember him saying something about, like, if I can't have her, nobody can. He does, yeah. Yeah, and he says that again later, too. But then he basically tells her you should have killed yourself. (laughs) You know? And he, like, calls her a freak show. And he's, like, not trying to hide that he's a bad guy with her. Uh, and then she disappears, and he, like, starts playing on the piano and, like, bangs on it, and he's just, he's he's something. Um, uh, Corey then calls Allison and says, like, hey, we need to leave town. He's all shaken up. He's like, we need to leave now. And we need to talk about your grandmother. Yeah, Lori tried to kill me, is what he says. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, then he returns to the sewer, and this is by far the worst part <laughs> in the movie. He wrestles Michael for his mask. <laughs> like, literally, we get it just through the, the sewer view. And, and wins. Yeah, and he wins. He gets freaking the mask from Michael. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like, I just told you, Michael has the power to spear this, <laughs> nail this chick to the wall, okay? Yep. Corey jumps off roofs and makes sounds like dying old men. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he just... Yeah. How did he wrestle Michael Myers and win? I know. And he gets the mask. Know, yeah, it's crazy. So Allison, uh, back at home, is packing her bag. And Lori's like, you can't go. All this stuff. And Lori's like... And then they have a little fight. And Allison says, you should have, you know, left me, blah, blah. Basically also tells her to F off and die, <laughs> essentially. Um, so then... Back, we go to the gas station. I'm just like thinking of Michael, like he's master splinter down there. I know, right? My, <laughs> my child. Rat, ki- rat kids. You yeah, know, yeah. Like. <laughs> so then uh, back at the, we are at the gas station and the band, key, the band geeks uh, find that somebody had written Psycho into their car and they look over and it's Corey. So they follow him to the car lot or whatever and they park and then, you know, uh, Corey locks him in and the the... The stepdad's there as well. Or boy, they call him boyfriend or whatever. He's he's basically just the, you know. Um, and then one of the band geeks goes back because they're going to steal, take Corey's bike. And 
when he doesn't return, the main bully kid goes over and finds that he had been uh, stabbed through the eye with his own drumstick, which he's pl- he has the whole movie. He never leaves without those drumsticks. So now he's he's dead, and the main bully is like, oh oh shit, like we. This isn't good. <laughs> this is good. He's Some, dead. Yeah, someone's dead. We got to get out of here. So the then, acting was mm, yeah. questionable. So then the tow truck, a tow truck, like lights up and starts driving, and the two girls decide, oh yeah, let me run in the path. Let me run towards the gate in the path yeah. of the freaking thing. So always zigzag. Always guys. zigzag. Just run the other way. Like just you know, idiot. But uh, so one of them is trying to you know get out of it, and the other one has enough sense to kind of get out of the way. But so the tow truck runs right through and like hits her. Yeah. Like underneath her, yeah. the fence. Oh, um, underneath the truck. Actually, one of the girls successfully gets over the gate. The other one gets over the gate, but then doesn't move. Just stands there and gets run over by the tow truck. I don't know who would survive this, but somehow this girl does. She's just pinned underneath. Seemingly without a scratch. Yeah. So then the boy, the the main kid, goes to like knock on the window and gets the stepdad to come out. Uh, gives him a gun and <laughs> and um, Stewart or not Stewart. Who the heck is Stuart? Where'd I come up with that name? <laughs> but but um, the uh, Corey goes over with a classic, like he has the mask, he gets a uh, whatever, some kind of tool, and goes over to beat one of the girls, the one that's not pinned, with a uh, with the, the, the tool, takes her out, we get to see him in the mask and all that stuff. It's sacrilegious, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Um, and then the, the dad comes out, stepdad or whatever, uh, comes out and sees you know what's going on and Corey like takes his mask off and he's like what are you doing here Corey yeah Corey and then he's like you know leaning down and then the other kid says hey I got a good shot and uh the the dad steps up because he doesn't want him to shoot Corey and then get shot in the head (laughs) he really did have a good shot he did have he had a great shot he would have killed Corey right Mm -hmm. there which would have been great yeah honestly where would the movie have gone I feel a better direction. Um, this this is getting on a long movie, yeah. in which case there's been hardly any Michael Myers. Absolutely, yeah. There's been a kid parading around as if he can be Michael Myers. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, to keep long story short, uh, Michael comes over, the, the bully comes over, and Corey gets a blowtorch and basically just, like, burns his face a lot like to like just burns him and then he freaking <laughs> puts his foot through the head of the girl that's trapped just like michael did in the first one mm-hmm. with the pumpkin or in the 2018 one so he has massacred the teens and uh and the dad is dead as well uh cory then returns to his house and stabs his mother as well which this was annoying because it cuts away the one i would i didn't want to see for poor nice dad her uh, boyfriend get gets shot, off. but I would have liked to see her get stabbed. Is that is that bad? No, that's what it's <laughs> a slasher. slasher, right? Then he goes to the um, what is it called? He goes to the radio station, and uh, Allison. Uh, by the way, they had made plans, so Allison goes to the diner too because that's where Corey said he wants to meet, and he doesn't show up. So he's calling, and he's like, "What's going on?" So she like is like something's wrong. So she tr- goes back home. Um, but again, all the while, Corey is at the radio station, and he kills the, like, receptionist, who, if any fans of, um, Joe Bob's Last Drive-In, that's his, like, assi- um, 
like his co-host or whatever, Darcy the male girl. So that was a, a cameo. Uh, also, the original Michael Myers has a cameo in this too, which is fun. But anyway, um, so he goes and then he, one of the more interesting kills in the movie, he like bashes the dude's head in so much. And cuts his tongue off. Cuts his tongue off. And I don't like, know of any scissors that are this yeah, sharp. Yeah, no, right, right. It just snaps his Yeah, tongue I right can't off. even get scissors to cut through um, fabric. But somehow he could cut through a tongue. Pretty cool. Uh, pretty brutal. But yeah, so this is one of the more cool kills. And the transition of uh, the music to Allison's car, like messing up and her turning off the radio. was yeah, that his was tongue creative. hits the... Uh, what's that called? The, uh, the rat, this um, turntable. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it starts skipping over his tongue every time his tongue goes around. Yeah, and so it it's, plays on her radio too. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, uh, Lori tries to get in touch with Allison, but has no luck. Uh, she then calls nine one one to report a suicide. <laughs> so Lori's like down in her luck. She's like getting her affairs in order. She has she's drinking a lot of like booze, and she's like, uh, I guess I should listen to all those people. It is time to die. At this point, Allison has already told Lori off. Yeah. And told her that she's leaving, you know, all that stuff. I don't remember if you mentioned that. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. You did? Okay. Because, mm-hmm. like, she, Allison's just being a bitch. Yeah, Allison's, like, pissed. She doesn't like that Lori is uh, trying to say Corey's a bad bad guy. But she, like, blames the death of her parents on Lori. Mm-hmm. Everything. Her friends. Yeah. Everything. It's like, can Lori catch a freaking break? I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is not the same Allison. Like, this, this is... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You are no child of... of descendant of Lori Strode. Strode. I know, right? Uh, so Lori's upstairs with a gun. She's getting ready to, as we perceive, off herself. Um, and uh, then Corey starts coming up the stairs. We kind of get his POV. He goes to open the door. And then, you know, there's a gunshot. And then there's a like, splatter. splatter on the wall. So he goes in. And he, it was just a pumpkin, which we assume, I assume that was the case. And then she's like, you think I would really kill myself? And shoots him like three times, mm-hmm. causing him to fall over the banister. And unlike Michael in the first movie, after Loomis shoots him three times, he is not gone. He's just there you mm-hmm. know, in a pool of his own blood. Because he's not Michael. He's not Michael. He's not Michael Myers. Um, so then, you know, Lori goes downstairs and they kind of have this back and forth. And she basically tells, like, uh... You know, tells him, you know, Allison, you will never be with you. All this stuff. And he says, well, if I can't be with Allison, then no one can. And then stabs himself in the throat. Yeah, because he sees that her car is pulling up. And he's like Starts laughing. Starts laughing, yeah. Because he's like, she'll never love you now because she's going to think that you killed me. Yep. Yeah, so he stabbed. Yep, so then she comes in and that's exactly what she thinks. She thinks that Lori just killed, killed, uh, killed her. So she goes off and then Lori, who had like shot all the bullets out. Doesn't have, you know, her uh, her gun anymore. She's, I think she was maybe, again, thinking maybe I am better off, you know, which is sad. But anyway, so Allison goes off and starts driving while another force has entered the house. Finally. Coming back to get his mask. An hour and 40 minutes into this movie, finally, <laughs> Michael is in the room. Yep. <laughs> he gets his mask, and now the real fun can begin, and they, they have their... Uh, they're back and forth. He said, Michael really said, you know, young one, Yep. I'm going to let Laurie Strobe handle you. Yep. And and technically, Corey is still alive. He has like one uh, one more moment, but uh, Michael's like, He tries F to you. like wrestle Michael again for the mask. Yeah. Like, he grabs his hand. He's yeah. like, you can't have it. And then Michael just cracks the man's neck. It's like, oh, you know, 
Finally. Finally. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so Strode and Michael kind of had a tag team moment where they, they did, tried to yeah. kill the same man. Yep. Um, so then, uh, just as Allison's heading out, she gets a call from the police who basically say, hey, I'm just calling because, you know, uh, Lori just said she was, you know, it was committing, you know, talking about suicide. Is everything okay? And then Allison notices that the, um, the radio tower is on fire. So she's like, oh, no. Like, Corey is actually, uh... Lost it. Lost it, yeah. So she, uh, bounces. She goes back to the house. And then we, all the while, we get to watch Lori and Michael throw down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, you know, running around the kitchen. They're going back and forth. They both get a few good blows in. Um, freaking, uh, uh... Let's see. Michael, uh, Lori manages to grab Michael's knife. Oh, first of all, um, they're throwing each other all over the place. Uh, Michael tries to put Lori's hand in the garbage disposal. He almost does it, which is uh, gnarly. Lori manages to grab his knife and to pale his hand to the kitchen counter. It's like, uh uh-oh, we've seen this before, though. This isn't going to, you know, actually happen. Then she grabs another knife. And rams it down to pin his, uh, uh, through his other hand and then pushes the fridge to pin his, pin his legs. one of his legs. So he's he's trapped. You know, he can't move. Which is like, Michael? <laughs> is this really you? Yeah, she like, the way she pins his first hand is kind of strange. Because she like tackles him onto the counter and then is in this weird sexual straddle position <laughs> on top of him. Mm-hmm. And stabs him through the hand. I was like... Guys, this is the first real fight we've gotten, and apparently the last fight we we're going to have with Lori and Michael. Apparently. And this is it? I know. She's beating him this easily? <laughs> yeah, she did beat him. Because the last movie, we didn't even get them interacting at all, because she was in the hospital the whole movie. So I'm like, this is it. We've been. This is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> um, she then uh, takes off his mask again. Just to look him in the face. And we don't really see his face. We get, you know, vignettes of his face. Um, and then she uh, slight slits his throat. Mm-hmm. Which is like... She says something. I don't remember exactly uh, something what the catchphrase was. acknowledges him not as the boogeyman, but a regular man, pretty much. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're no boogeyman. You know, you're just a man, you know. So then she, uh, yeah, slits his throat. His throat. <laughs> his throat. But then he attempts one last attack. He, like, pulls the knife out of one of his hands and starts choking her. But then Allison runs in and uh, is able to stop him. I couldn't to... figure out what she did. Oh, it's Allison? like she like grabs his arm and breaks it or something. Yeah, she looks like... Yeah, There's this weird sound as if she ripped it off. Yep. And we don't really get to see what she did to it. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know if you can hear the disappointment in my <laughs> voice, but I'm just defeated by this movie. <laughs> but then Lori pretty much lets Allison... You know, do the final blow, and I think, and or maybe Lori does. I can't remember. And she just like cuts his vein down his arm, no, so he Lori can, doesn't. Yeah, so so he bleeds out while they just like hold hands, or like you know, yeah, technically they they're holding hands at the end. Um, and Michael Myers is perceived dead. The police arrive. They come in and find uh, the body and the two women all bloody. And, you know, they're like, so this is, you know, is he actually dead? And they're like, not dead enough. So they strap him to the top of their car. And then, like, the whole town is aware somehow. Like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And they, they as <laughs> the they, Michael like. Michael Christmas tree. Yep. And they, like, parade Michael down the street. And they take him to uh, the, where Corey worked. And, yeah, somehow um, the whole town, in, like, a few seconds, was notified. Mm-hmm. Oh, get your pitchforks ready again. It's happening. Yep. 
Michael, you know, Michael's going to be crushed to death. And um, everybody comes out. Everybody. The whole town. There's like a parade. It's like somebody, like the president died. Like everybody's cars are going to this place. And like they're going to go watch Michael Myers die. And um, because it's a Michael Myers movie, I was expecting for him. Basically, they take him to the, the this place where they have like a crusher. And uh, the place before he works. And they go put his body in it. And Lori gets in there with him for a minute. And I was thinking, oh my god. We're, Lori is probably going to get crushed too. Because that's a Michael Myers movie. He's going to come back alive. But now she but just doesn't. slides his body down. Yep. And we watch him literally <laughs> get crushed. Today. Yeah. yeah he's, Folded like a pancake. He's dead. He's definitely dead. Yeah. And uh, then they all just kind of. That's it. <laughs> Michael's yeah. dead. And then we end with her narrating her book again. Where yep. she's like. You know. There will be no tombstone, blah, blah, all this kind of stuff. And then she's like, but evil doesn't really die. It just changes shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a fun little, little want, a little a little wink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she decides to move out of the Haddingfield on her own, uh, carrying her parents' wedding rings around her neck. This is Allison. Uh, Lori completes her novel. And, um, and yeah, so he is finally, Michael's gone. For this movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, she's then visited by Hawkins, who brings her groceries, and they finally talk. I guess they finally They're just yeah. talking. Yeah, just talk. I don't. I'm probably not going to go into <clears throat> this time either. Something about maybe. cherry blossom trees. Yeah, right. I think it was supposed to be poetic, but yeah, and after I, this trash heap, it wasn't. And he had mentioned that them in the first scene between them two, and she had wrote about it in her book, like suicide or cherry blossom trees or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, anyway. So then the final shot of the movie is Laurie's empty house while faint breathing noises are heard and Michael's mask is resting on the kitchen table. So she kept, her coffee table, his mask. Little sus. A little sus. A little like a trophy. Yeah. Uh, Laurie might become the next Michael. <laughs> or somebody could steal it from Laurie and become yeah. the next Michael. Uh-huh. But what, we never really see what happened to Corey's body. No, we don't, yeah. And God forbid they ever bring him back. I know, Oh, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, but that's, that is Halloween ends. This ended up being a lot longer of a review. Than I thought it would be, but it was a pretty lengthy movie. It was a two-hour movie. It was an hour with and fifty minutes. Very little plot point. Very little stakes. Yeah. Very little Michael Myers. Yeah. <sighs> yep. That was it, guys. That was Halloween ends. I'm just ready to go ahead and throw a review at this <laughs> and call it a day. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. First of all, I had a few notes. Lindsay survives. <laughs> You know they make. Lindsay never even sees Michael. No, they they make a whole fuss. In Halloween Kills, everybody died. They're like Tommy Doyle dead, um, Sheriff Brackett dead. They were like all the legacy characters besides Lori were killing. But then in this one, they're like, oh Lindsay, eh, <laughs> we're just gonna let her survive with the other characters. Um, I also felt like so a lot of um, obviously a lot of '80s movies, these long series. There was a lot of changes. This one in in the Halloween series. Like, uh, the notorious Halloween 3 is, you know, Season of the Witch has nothing to do with Michael Myers, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, this kind of felt like they were like, let's make a Halloween movie that has, but it's our own story. We're going to do our own thing with it. And it's going to be weird. It's going to involve psychic stuff for some reason. So it kind of felt like they were like, let's just do that. Let's do, you know... Our Halloween three, and it, this was Halloween three technically, you know. So they were, I think, for some reason they were just like, 
I don't know, man. It just solidifies Halloween as being that series. It just has such wacky and random sequels that, and this was the t- ending of a, th- a trilogy that the first one was great. You know, that first one's awesome. They have no excuses. No, they have no excuses. In this day and age, we should not be making movies that are this bad. No. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it it was very interesting. It it felt like, uh, took inspiration, Friday the 13th, number five. There had been four other ones at that point. Only one of them, the first one, had Mrs. Voorhees. But five had nothing really to do with Jason. It was just another guy who donned the mask. And it, it just felt like that. It was like... I, yeah, I agree. I'm just like, I don't understand. This isn't... It felt 80s. It felt like, why did they do this? Like, this, there was no reason. It's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I... I <laughs> yeah. If I was on this writing team, you know, people would be so lucky to be on a writing team for a franchise this large. I know. But if I was on this writing team and I got outvoted... And this was the plot they outvoted me with. Yeah. I would have left the writing team. Quit. Yeah. I would have been like, I will not have my name attached to this. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. You know, like, I just can't believe somebody <laughs> did this. I know. It truly felt like they were like, we, whatever. Let's just get it out. Let's just do it. Which is like, why'd you guys get involved in the first place? <laughs> yeah. And I like the people involved. That's the, that's the crappy part. Yeah. I can't say anything for them. No. I can't. I got is... no excuses. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This one actually, like, makes me angry because, mm-hmm. like, it could have been good. Mm-hmm. The second one wasn't great, you know. I the had, first um, one's awesome. The first one was fun, at least. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was a fun resurgence. Yeah. It was great to have, you know, Jamie back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird, mm-hmm. but, like, the whole Michael aging thing was always going to be weird because he just seems eternal. Yeah. Um. This was like what was happened? like yeah. this was like watching a horse at the Kentucky Derby break its leg and get yeah. shot on the on the on the field. <laughs> like yeah, it was. Well, just the ad like this is the they're marketing this as the last movie between Michael and Lori. So their idea was, oh, let's bring in this new character that has nothing to do with anything. Forget all the old characters of the other two movies we've been building up. And in Laurie's case, 40 years of buildup. And let's just make it about this guy, Corey. Like, why are you... It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. There is no heart or any care in this. (laughs) No. I would say, do not give them any money by going to see this. It's it's not worth it. Watch it it on Peacock. (laughs) Yeah. Even then, I mean, it's not worth your time. We only have so many, uh, you know, days in our lives to live. Don't yeah. waste your time on this one. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, what a shame. What a shame. The good news is... I was so excited. Like, yeah, we turned too. it on and I was like, ooh, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love I love these movies. Um, and Roby was like, broke my heart because he was like, don't get too excited because uh, the reviews are really bad. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. And but then, then I was feeling it. I the was opening like, okay. scene happened and I was like, maybe it's mm-hmm. going to be better than I thought. No. But, nope. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it ages. I know you're you're never gonna like it, but there are again, there's plenty of movies like this from the '80s that are left field, but that people find a liking for, and it's like later. So I'm interesting to see how it interested to see how it ages. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'll probably never watch it again. I just, Mm -hmm. what a horrible, horrible movie. (laughs) This was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Like, I, w- I want to be in a room with the writers and just mm-hmm. tell them that. Yeah. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I'm gonna give it a one star. Mm-hmm. I wish I could give it zero. <gasps> because mm-hmm. <laughs> they just destroyed it mm-hmm. there's barely any michael we get michael for maybe like 15 minutes of a two-hour movie yeah he's barely in it and then he, he literally yeah he literally and the whole kills rest one of person, the movie is people. banking on a character that isn't fleshed out that sucks yeah, yeah. It, I, I don't like anything about him mm-hmm. even if he was a like more interesting villain that would have been better yeah i don't <laughs> just... know why he needed to have a michael myers movie yeah you know, like maybe if it was a, a weird serial killer origin movie, it would have mm-hmm. been different. I mean, it's still not a good movie, but like, yeah, I think this was again. I think <sighs> this was them doing their season of the witch. They were like, let's do a Halloween movie. Let's do the third one. It has nothing to do <laughs> with anything, but let's just do it. And uh, yeah, that's why I'm interested to see how it ages because people had the same reaction when Halloween three came out in the eighties, and now it's favorite people love halloween 3 mm-hmm. so i'm interested to see if you know how it ages we'll, we'll see yeah well i'm gonna stick with my one. Oh yeah one no. uh sewer rat <laughs> out of out of a million yeah dang I, i'm I, I, i'm going with the two i'm gonna give it two out of five i'm shocked sewer rats. that's very undeserving yeah yeah that's just again when i woke up because there was pieces i, I was feeling it just try to take take out the title of this movie no i agree well yeah, yeah take out michael myers mask in this movie mm-hmm. would you have liked this movie it depends i don't know it is a dumpster fire I there's know. nothing going on in this film but you well we've talked about this before we've established this on the podcast i do like bad movies you know so but this isn't a fun bad movie <laughs> this is an unintentionally right bad movie mm-hmm this is a what can we get away with that's still going to like break the box office. Like let's cheat the actual fans uh-huh. out of their money kind right. of a movie. And that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It's like that we're fans for a reason. Oh, don't yeah. like it feels like I I don't know. It just feels like a big old finger in my face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, like, I, I do agree with that, especially because it's the third in a trilogy that they've been building up since 2018. Mm-hmm. And we I love knew, that first I one. I knew it probably wasn't going to be great because the second one. I just didn't like Yeah, it. I, I figured as well. But, like, oh. like, come on. Yeah, they could have really, uh, they could have, you know, they fumbled. They could have, you know, brought it back. But they did not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, a, no. In football terms, the other team didn't even show up on the field. This <laughs> right. is, like, it was just uh, horrible. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm very passionately against this movie. Can you tell? Uh, Halloween ends. Halloween ends. So we'll see if this is actually the end of Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what? All of this going to say, I'm this angry at this movie because I have a lot of respect for the very first Halloween mm-hmm. movie. I think it's a fantastic film, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. And um, I love Michael. And so it's really disheartening to see somebody ruin it. Yeah. Um. So I will just pretend that this movie didn't even happen. Yeah, and that's the, I mean, I think this is like what the twelfth or thirteenth movie in this series. <laughs> so it's and like, there's a lot of the, those movies that I a just lot pretend of didn't. I just write off. Uh, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. There's no Michael Colt in my head. You know. Mm, right, right. And that's what I was thinking. This felt like they were like the psychic stuff. It, it, it's just bizarre. They, they just were like, we don't know what to do. Just do whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Me too. That's that was... our review of. Uh, Halloween, Halloween ends, yeah. and I feel sorry for all the actors involved. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little bit. Especially, I felt bad for Jamie Lee, because they should have just ended it after the first, 2018 one. Then it would have been like, oh, that was good. That was a good ending for you, Lori. 
but they kept going. You know, a lot of actors say things about, like, we have to give big props to our editors for not making us look bad. Yeah. And so even some of the th- the scenes that I said, like, the acting here was really bad, it might not have been. It may have been, like, True. it yeah. was just cut together really horribly. Right. But, like, I even feel bad for the little guy who's playing Corey mm-hmm. because... I hate that character, and I feel like a lot of people are going to hate that character, and he was the whole movie. He was the star of the movie. Right. And so the poor actor is probably going to get hate for it. A lot of it, And he doesn't deserve that. He didn't write the movie. Yeah, thankfully the horror fans are nicer, so, you know, we'll see what, what, how that comes out. If this was Marvel, I feel for his life, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah, this was like superhero movie, which is toxic communities, but thankfully horror is a better community, so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So be you, nice you to You really him. just came at the Marvel community. <laughs> well, they can, yeah. Some, yeah, some of these, yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, That's it for Halloween ends. Halloween ends, and we'll see if it's actually the end. Yeah. But this is the end of Country Fried Horror. Review this podcast. Like, we didn't say anything about this podcast at the top of it. Oh, yeah. Um, so rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at Country Fried Horror. I'm Roby. I'm Dakota. And that's it. We'll see you next time. Good luck. Toodles.